0: Just smoke on. I get you chill on. Let's get these conversations on. Calling on moms and anybody who's living life. Hot moms podcast is here.
1: Talking all things cannabis with a mama twist, like a freshly rolled hemp joint infused with a bit of that, a bit of this. It's all part of the experience, of life. Thanks for tuning in. You're ready to begin. And welcome to the PMP. Pop moms podcast. It's on
0: the Pop Moms Podcast. It's the Pop Moms Podcast. Oh, it's on. Hello, it's Kate. I'm your host of the Pop Moms Podcast, and you're listening to the Pop Moms Podcast. Welcome, and thank you for tuning in. The Pot Moms Podcast is a podcast that aims at debunking the myth that pot moms are bad or lazy, unless we want to be, or really any different than other people. We just happen to smoke pot. So it's a lovely fall day here in Seattle, and this weather brings me to my favorite topic of all, um, how to stay warm and cozy during this extended fall that we experience for the next few months. Um, let me tell you, I have found the best hack for this. It's called floor length sweaters. And if you're like me and if you constantly feel cold, um, I remember Amy Schumer doing a skit about this, um, where she was being interviewed on like a fake late night TV show. And it basically was like, I have this thing that's totally unique to me where I'm just like always cold. Like no one else has this. It's just me. They do rule. You're so right. So anyways, Um, yeah. Floor length sweaters. That is 100% what I would suggest. Um, it's basically, um, it's a sleeping bag, but make it fashion. Like it is, it is being able to wear a sleeping bag in public. And I couldn't be more of an advocate for owning one or multiple ones. Um, so like, Activity wise, I tend to pick up my yoga practice more in the winter too. Um, And in the warmer months, there's just like so much to do. There's running, there's biking, there's swimming, there's hiking. All I want to do is be outside. Um, But then in the winter, I kind of turn in a little bit and I start working more on yoga and lifting. Um, Yoga is another thing that I do. um, And like cannabis, it really relaxes me. It helps. Um, prevent my productivity focused brain from short circuiting. Um, I'm not a, an electrician, so if that reference isn't correct, uh, my bad. But it essentially prevents me from getting to a place where my brain gets overwhelmed and I get panicked or really, really grumpy, grumpy but like outwardly towards other people. <laughs> um, so, but until like the last few years and really living in Seattle, I had never done it after smoking cannabis. So the combination has been documented as far back as the 7th century AD when cannabis was used with the tantric yoga philosophy. Uh, "Mm, Tantric, you say? Um, We also find in the Hindu philosophy that Lord Shiva was referred to as the Lord of Ganja because he gave plants to humans as gifts to use for enlightenment. Um, there's also the Vedas, which is the first documented text of spiritual guidance and suggestion. Um, and they've also showcased the dynamic duo of cannabis and yoga as far as uh, as far back as two thousand BCE. Um, so looking at other people who are pretty chill, who have been using cannabis, um, Rastafarians, uh, they have been using that within their meditation and spiritual experiences as a vehicle to better understand the self and facilitate a little bit of a deeper connection to the divine. So, um, Bob Marley, I really think that you were probably onto something. Uh, personally, I think that doing yoga stoned is like how I imagine, um, like someone doing naked yoga feels you are totally free and not at all self-conscious. Like you're just that comfortable in your own skin. So why do yoga stoned? Um, after consuming cannabis, we tend to be a little bit more open. We tend to be a little bit less rigid, a little bit less focused on the outside world and a little more in tune with our inner beings. So you remember Simone, hey Simone, Um, from the podcast, The Dance, um, that episode she was on. Um, I love interviewing her because she has such wonderful insights and she is so grounded in how she approaches day-to-day life. Um, Plus her laugh is so infectious, like I just can't. Um, Let's chat with her and see how she incorporates cannabis into her yoga practice. All right, we'll be back soon. Say hi to Simone for me. The Pop Moms Podcast. It's the Pop Moms Podcast. Hope it's on. Kate with the Pop Moms Podcast. I am here with Simone. You heard from her um, and how she manages the dance of finding out whether or not people that she's met or people in her community or anyone that you really run into on the streets smokes pot or not. Um, Again, not a prerequisite for being friends with someone, but sometimes it's just kind of nice to know how open you can be. So we're going to talk today about the incorporation of cannabis and yoga. So yoga is this thing where it's kind of like it hops on trends really quick, right? There was like wine yoga, which I don't really subscribe to. Um, But then there's like goat yoga, cat yoga, there's a whole bunch of different kinds. So it's naturally fitting that within the cannabis world, um, as people are more open to using it, it can be incorporated into physical activity. So Simone, tell us a little bit about you, how long you've been doing yoga. We know that you've been partaking in cannabis for the last 22 years, but talk a little bit about that. Tell me what you think.
2: All right, so thank you for having me again, Kate. I
1: are here. Yay!
2: <laughs> um, so I've been practicing yoga for 20 years. I went through yoga teacher training in 2008, 2009 at Samadhi Yoga, RIP Samadhi Yoga in Seattle, but Kathleen Hunt is still around, um, and um, I yoga is literally, like yoga has helped me through depression um there's a yoga for depression book i don't i i own it but i don't actually know who the author is at the moment but um yoga's helped me through giving birth naturally like i said last episode yoga and cannabis just go hand in hand totally. in the sense that um
0: flexibility of the mind and flexibility of the body
2: right you know <laughs> and like yoga is like union of mind and body and when i smoke cannabis i am so much more in my body than when i'm not
0: smoking cannabis that's like such an amazing revelation right cuz you are
2: right good or bad cuz right. it helps
0: you work through some weird shit exactly yeah
2: exactly you know so i i find that also when i get like some really good sativa i'm way in my mind and way in my body yep. so incorporating yoga into my cannabis consumption really, really just, I mean, it's like a no brainer, you know, I feel as though, for instance, I went to yoga last night. I went to a yoga class. I so said I went to yoga. Steve would be so upset with me because we don't do yoga. It is a state of mind. It is a, okay, so anyhow, long tangent, um, <laughs> being a yoga instructor, like you just like get it and you're like, okay, no, people don't want to hear all that nuance. Um, But I I recognize that if I'm not high, I don't necessarily go that deep within my stretches because I'm too much in my mind. Because I suffer from anxiety, I am constantly thinking about the next thing that I need to get done Mm -hmm. and being a mom, you know, we have the endless list.
0: Oh, the endless
2: Endless list. It's lists.
0: like Santa's
1: list, you know. Right,
2: right, <laughs> right. You know? So, so you know, um, and I, I just couldn't focus. Like I'm taking my sweater off and putting my sweater on. I'm folding it up like I'm at the retail. <laughs> I'm
0: like, I'm, I'm I have a board to fold this on. Exactly. No, keeping your down dog. Never yeah. mind. I'll uh, figure it yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. You know, taking
2: my socks off, putting my mala beans, taking them off my neck, putting them. Sorry, Rosie, if you're listening to this, I was a horrible student in class yesterday. <laughs> I was like, let me take this off. Let me put this on. And then I was like, okay, just, just stop. Just stop. And, and so I don't know if it's just, oh, I hate that. Just. Right. Right. Ugh. Minimalize it. Yeah. Um,
0: I write emails like that. I just take all the justs out of it. It's like, I'm just trying to, okay, I'm
2: trying. I'm trying, I'm trying. So, so I, I recognize that cannabis helps me really, really, really incorporate all of the limbs, not just asana, but the practice of non-harmfulness the practice because you're being harmful to yourself when you're critiquing yourself in your head constantly you know it it gets me out of the judgment because you know all of us are looking at that one girl that can do that headstand without like any effort whatsoever it's like she's a feather boom she goes up you know and if i'm if i'm high i'm only concerned with myself totally I'm not concerned with that other girl. I'm not concerned with if she can get into headstand faster or quicker than me. I'm totally in my body, in my mind. Like I am, you know, and I'm uniting them because that's what yoga is, union. So I'm literally like uniting myself. So I don't think there's, you know, any other way. I feel like all the yogis in East India, all of them got high. You know. I
0: have to assume. You know? I mean, like, and it's it is, you know, it's the getting into the positions because you're less you're less worried about what you look like or if you're doing it right. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. you're kind of like, this feels good. Like right. I have this teacher, um, her name is Ellie, and she's gonna be on this episode two later. Awesome. So that's super exciting. And um, she gets just so cute and funky with her flows. And if I come in, if I'm not if I'm not high when I come in, like, it, the class is still amazing. Right. But when I am and I, like, let go of that little thing and, like, we do these undulations and uh, it's like you can actually, like, uh, you can actually feel it. If you guys it. could see
2: Kate right I now, know, I she was, was undulating. She was undulating. Ellie, girl, you'd be so, <laughs> so proud of me.
0: Because it's just, like, it is. It gives you permission to be silly and to be more right. childlike and yeah. to be able to kind of just, like, let all of the shit and, that we put on ourselves go.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You go into, you get into, you know, you're doing... Warrior, You're not trying you to. You feel like a warrior. Yeah, you feel like a warrior. You're like, oh, warrior one, warrior three, warrior two. You know, Um whereas when I'm not, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, oh, gosh. Amazing. You almost,
0: I always, I feel bad sometimes if I know, if that list is kind of on yeah. repeat in my yeah. head and I'm, t- I'm taking time for myself. Right. But that's another
2: thing that moms yeah. have
0: a really hard time with is scheduling time or holding time sacred for ourselves. Yes. Why do you think that is?
2: Oh, gosh. Fucking society. (laughs) I mean.
0: Be better, society. You know. It starts with you. Do
2: better. Be better. um, Because we've been also, it's not our mom's fault, but our mothers have been told a certain way that they need to mom. And then even though they're not in our everyday life. That my mom's voice is going through my head, All the time. you know, like when I got my son into a Waldorf school, and my mom being a retired teacher, and she was very against it, and she was like. The Waldorf philosophy. I'm like, dude, you taught like 50 years ago. Can right. you, can you chill on that? Well,
0: and but no one gave them a break. Exactly. So they like, passed like the not anyone giving them a break onto, onto us. us. And like, I mean, my mom is is an amazing person, right? You know, and I I feel like she never really got the break, yeah, that like allowed her to feel like she was ever doing a good job, which like that's hard as yeah. a mom. Like all you want to do is do a good job.
2: Exactly. You know. I mean, honestly. My son said to me (laughs) this morning, he goes, I'm so glad that you got to go to yoga last night. And I know he's like, because you were fucking bitchy all week long because you haven't practiced. But kids pick up on that. You know? You know what I mean? And so, like, yeah. Even my child is like, you need to practice yoga in order to be a better mother. In order to be here for me, you know? And that this whole, like, I harp on it, but the whole, like, fill yourself up before you fill other people up it's like when you're on the airplane you have to put on your mask before you put on other people's right you gotta save yourself first exactly so that is that is what i'm trying to i'm trying really hard every single day it is a i need to fill myself up in order to be able to fill my child up you know like i need to be on this podcast with Kate because this fills me up yep. so that I can go and I can fill him up and I can be present and I can do the math with him because our schools aren't teaching our kids math <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Slighting>. <laughs> oh.
2: yeah so I mean yeah it's it's like it's like it really, we are so fortunate that we do live in this era where we are able to say, I need to fill myself up because yeah. our mothers weren't able to no, do that. No one would have supported you know? that. No one would, would have, have supported been like, that. oh, You're
0: being selfish. Exactly. You're being self centered. Yeah. You need to think of your kids. Get yeah. that dinner on the table yeah. for your husband. Yeah. Early.
2: Yeah. So we are very fortunate to be able to live in this, this time where I can say, you know what? No, I'm not gonna be able to do that for you because I need to do this for me. Yep. And so for me, I have to practice yoga every day. I mean, I I have I don't even know how many yoga mats all over my home. I keep
0: two in my car.
2: You know? Like exactly. Like I have one for when I'm going camping, like yep. my camping yoga mat, you know? <laughs> and, oh <laughs> Oh yeah. She has one in her backpack.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just in case we need to go to yoga class. Just in case. Um, you know, and so I honestly I don't even care I will I will bust out some yoga um at the playground I will be at the airport and I'm like all right let me just couple downward dogs let me couple sun salutations um and then being able to incorporate cannabis with yoga I think is just wow it's one of those things where I mean these these new classes that are coming up with cannabis and yoga like what
0: hey do you want to go to one with me
2: Oh my gosh, are you kidding? I I would love it. I would love to go to one with you. All
0: right, we're going to go to one and we're going to report back on how awesome we felt so that you guys can see if Ganja Yoga is for you. And we'll let you know. And we're back. Um, so Simone's delightful. I hope you guys really enjoyed her, her, um, insights about how she uses cannabis and a lot of the benefits that she sees, um, by using it when she does yoga. Um, so let's see, it looks like we're going to have to be on the follow up for, um, another episode with a ganja yoga class themed episode, um, in the near future. Um, so now we're going to head to our next guest, Ellie, who I mentioned in Simone's interview with her fantastical movements and undulations. Um, but before we do, um, if you have any yoga, any questions about yoga and cannabis, um, reach out to us. Um, we're on Twitter and Instagram at, at Pot Moms Podcast. Look at! I got it right this time. Ha ha. Um, we are also on social media platform Doobie and we are at Pop Moms. Um, Shout out to the Doobie fam listening. Um, Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, We're also on Facebook, um, Pot Moms Podcast. Um, You can reach out to us with any questions on sponsorship to potmomspodcast at gmail.com. And lastly, um, we are on Patreon. Um, If you just search for Pot Moms Podcast, um, you'll be able to find us. Otherwise, you can also um, type in patreon.com and then use backslash pot moms podcast um, so yeah that's super exciting we're gonna kick it over to my friend Ali Griffin um, she's a longtime yoga and cannabis combiner um, and for we're gonna hear how she chooses to consume cannabis when she does yoga um, and she's got a really cool story and um, she can let you see her insights on how it has helped her both physically and mentally come, um, overcome a lot of obstacles. So let's kick it over to Ellie. Thanks guys.
2: All right, cool.
0: Um, so this is Kate. Hello. Uh, with the pop moms podcast, I am here with my dear friend. Um, are we okay to use your name? You can use my name. Yes. Okay. Her name is Ellie. Um, she's a fantastic yoga instructor. I think that we've known each other for about two, almost two years now.
1: Yeah. It'll be
0: two years in November. Um, so I've been taking yoga, um, with Ellie ever since and it's been fantastic. And so when I was kind of thinking about doing a episode, on how the history of cannabis and yoga have intertwined and how some of the thoughts around them are similar. Um, She was one of the first people that I thought of. So, um, Ellie, do you want to introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about
1: you, and then we can talk about yoga and pot. Sure. Um, Well, I'm Ellie. I'm a yoga teacher. I focus on mindfulness and breath in my classes. And... um, Uh, I smoke weed. (laughs) (laughs) I actually uh, moved across the country from Alabama several years ago to be able to smoke weed for health problems that weren't responding to other traditional methods. And it totally changed my life. And um, I I found a lot through combining cannabis and yoga. And it's been a really powerful experience for me, so I'm excited to talk a little more about it.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you again for joining us. Um, I actually didn't know that you moved for, like, that being one of the reasons. Oh, really? That's, like, really cool.
1: Yeah. It, um, you know, I had all of these issues, like, they were seemingly separate at first. Chronic pain, anxiety, depression, just, like, really severe mood swings, um, Inflammation, uh, ulcers, digestion problems. Um, I was getting bronchitis and like sinus infections all the time, and I was literally eating myself from the inside out. Oh my god! And having panic attacks all the time, and I was going to the doctor like three or four times a week. I was on disability because of it, all of Holy it. Holy cow! And I didn't work for a few years, and then I. Realized I had this, like, moment one day where I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to kill myself here. And so I was on, like, 20 different medicines a day, and I stopped taking everything um, except my antidepressant because I do still need that, yep. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, especially in Washington. Yep. And um, moved up here to try something different, and when I started smoking weed and started – in adding um practicing yoga every day adding my daily practice eating healthier um meditating the combination of everything just totally transformed my whole entire life within a matter of like you know a couple years like I started seeing results so immediately and they rapidly um just exponentially increased until I was living the life that I wanted to live, and I felt great. And I just continue to feel better and better and better every single day. It's fucking amazing. It is amazing. And that is, like, that's just, like, that's so cool to hear that background of your story
0: because as, you know, one of your yoga students, being able to see you grow and your confidence in your practice grow, and, like, it's been amazing. So to have, like, a little bit more of the backstory is just, like, even more
1: impactful. (laughs) Thanks. So,
0: okay, so tell me, just tell me, walk me through like your history of cannabis consumption and then we'll kind of talk about how it relates to yoga.
1: Okay, so. um,
0: Or anything else you want to talk about. You can completely
1: derail. (laughs) You know, it was funny because um, (laughs) I remember the first time my brother pulled out some weed and showed it to me, I realized I didn't even know what it looked like. I was like 16 or 17 when I first started smoking with him. And it was the same thing. It immediately called my social anxiety. It immediately brought me out of, like, all the depressive funks that helped my pain. Just all the things that it helps me with now, it helped me with then. And, yeah, there was an element of it that was um, creative and social. Um, but mostly it was medicinal. And, you know, I think a lot of people, even that when they think they use it recreationally, they're really using it for a medicinal reason. Um I love that. It's so interesting um, how we all really need something to help us kind of cope with life. <laughs> totally. No. And um, this is a great one to do because it has so few side effects. Um, so anyway, you know, in Alabama, it's it illegal there, and it was not the, – the area wasn't conducive at all to – Um, using that as a method to heal myself. Um, And so there was periods of several years where, you know, you're like struggling to find even like an ape or something. You know, you have to call your dude, and then he has to call another dude, and then you have to go wait in a sketch parking lot, and then you have to wait for him, and then maybe he'll show up, and maybe he won't, and then, you know, maybe it'll be bunk, maybe it won't. You know, maybe it'll be moldy. You don't know. Like, maybe it'll be indica. Maybe it'll be sativa. Fuck, like, you're just happy if it's not, like, Mexican brickweed. weed. Right. <laughs> so after so many years of that, like, it, it was just too much, you know. So I was like, fuck this. Yep. I'm tired of waiting. I actually did some activism and tried to, to change it when I was there, and it just wasn't happening. And I was like, fuck it. Bye. <laughs> Peace out. So, yeah, um, it was, it was a, sh- a very shameful thing for me in my life for a long time because of that um, conditioning that I grew up w- around. And it really took a long time for it to be something that I was willing to share with the world and feel good about.
0: I think that's like a really common theme. Yes. I think that... Because the way that we grew up and maybe the way that our parents talked to us about it or maybe yes. the way that the media talked to us about mm-hmm. it or the government, you know, like to be able to, I, I, I feel the same way, especially like as a female, I feel like we're preconditioned to shame. Right. But shame and guilt. But um, I felt bad that I found something that was helping that other people didn't realize or recognize or respect
1: right. as something that can help. Right. Right. Or that, that was valid enough to help. Even, like, you know, it took me years to get my mom to see how much it helped me. Yeah. Um, you know, she, our family has been affected by lots of addiction. And <clears throat> there was an element of, you know, her seeing me as an addict just because I smoked weed, you know. Um, and... Her judging me for that and then me having to continually be like, no, mom, listen, this is what it does. This is how it helps. And it actually took, you know, years of <clears throat> her seeing those results <coughs> that allowed her to shift her mindset. And until the point where she was very, she, she's very supportive of it. And I think it's like that for a lot of people. You know, they, they're they so conditioned by what they've been Brought up believing, especially if they're they're older, and they grow up during like like hella prohibition days, you know, like Reagan administration and all that. Mm -hmm. You know, they just have a different perspective on it, and they haven't explored the new research that's come out and got up to date on all the facts,
0: right? Because a lot of it, the information that was kind of fed to everyone mm-hmm. was—it's a scare tactic, right? You know? And it's—it's it's something to be scary of. But you know, I think that—I mean, there's so many benefits. And the—the the thing that I that makes me at least feel hopeful is the fact that—I mean, my mom, very similar, you know, like and bless her heart, like best intentions, you know, she's mm-hmm. she's telling me that she doesn't like. The fact that I smoke because she's worried about me because of her preconceived notions right. about cannabis. It's right. not like she is, you know, upset that I found a way for me, mm-hmm. and she just doesn't agree with it. She mm-hmm. kind of is is coming in with those preconceived notions, right? Um. So, but what makes me hopeful about our generation being able to connect with the prior generation on it is like the CBD, you know, that kind of being mm-hmm. like the golden, golden. Um, the golden bridge or whatever to right. kind of bridging that generational gap between it and the gateway drug. Yeah. The, the <laughs> gateway drug for her. Yeah, that's so funny. That's exactly what we're looking at. Um, but just to be able to have her like to use the CBD lotions. Right. Or when she comes here, like the CBD or the THC salves, you know, mm. that aren't going to make her feel that mind, um, that mind buzz maybe, or, you know, that exploration. Um, but still have her be able to see that it's just a viable option for pain management, you know, mm-hmm. uh, kind of as we age. But That's
1: where I try to get my mom to. Yeah.
0: Have yeah. it be just some something that they can see a positive, mm-hmm. like, around it
1: and kind of go from there. Start to shift perspective. Exactly. Plant the seed. Plant
0: the seed, the proverbial seed. <laughs> exactly.
1: It's a, it's a marijuana seed. <laughs> it's a pot seed.
0: Sorry. We got you guys. No. <laughs> now that you're in our – well, and I think, I think that – because I feel like I'm a better version of my truer self mm-hmm. when I consume cannabis. I feel like all of the um, the lack of accepting females to show that during the time that our moms grew up mm. is also kind of a scary thought of not being in control of that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So they feel like there's a lot of reasons and hopefully we can continue to you know, educate and make people a little bit more familiar with the product.
1: Right. So it's, it's not as bad as they make it out to be. Exactly. <laughs> it's
0: actually a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about how you first incorporated yoga into your cannabis consumption
1: or the other way mm. around. Well, they were very intertwined from the beginning. Um, I've always used... Um, Cannabis with movement, um, it's always brought me more into my body and more aware of what's going on in my internal world. Um, Brought me more into presence, despite the fact that, you know, there's this mindset that pot makes you very unpresent and Mm -hmm. forgetful and all that. I think when you use it continually and your body gets used to it, it can be very focused. Um, So, you know, there were mix from the beginning when I was first starting my yoga practice I woke up in the morning and I would smoke some weed just like I did every day and then I would do my practice and so there wasn't ever you know the one pra- without the other right um and you know I go to classes not stoned and I, t- I do yoga not stoned and I also do it stoned and it's it's a nice it's nice to have all the different experiences with it. I think there is something to be said about doing yoga not stone, but I also think that practicing under the influence of cannabis is the, one of the most magical eye opening things that you can do. It it um the way it brings me into my body, helps me really focus on the breath, and there's a point when you're flowing your body and you're breathing in synchronicity and everything just melts away. Mm-hmm. And my mind is, tends to be so busy otherwise with all the, the, the anxiety and the worry and all the negative thoughts just floating around in there. Ever present, but, right? Yeah. Take you out. This is a way really to help draw that, focus that energy on what you're doing with your body. And that is yoga. Yoga is union. It means union. It's to join, right? So joining your awareness with the moment, if you can make it a little easier with cannabis, especially in the beginning when you're training your mind to get to that space, it's it's very helpful. Yeah. That's really cool.
0: Do you have like a favorite strain <clears throat> or a favorite <throat> kind that like you use with yoga?
1: I think any... For me, any sativa hybrid is going to be, not any, but a more, a more clear-headed, but also kind of a little bit of body. Um, if you live in Washington and have tried Fat Panda's Golden Pineapple, ideal strength. So good. For that. Um, so good. It's just, it's sativa-y enough to where you want to move your body, but it's not so sativa-y that you get discombobulated, that it's, it's not so heady. Mm-hmm. Y- it gives you enough body relaxation to where you really want to lean into it and start to feel the nuances of all of the shapes. So it kind of helps you linger a little more in the practice and in the movements and the transitions and the shapes that you make.
0: I found that when I'm kind of at a certain point, maybe I need a breakthrough or maybe like I just want to try something and let go of like the control of how I feel about the shape I take in it. Yeah. That's a really cool thing to work on while having smoked cannabis and doing yoga.
1: Yes. Yes. It's amazing how much more aware of, you know the The true experience of yoga, you yeah. know, is just being in the posture. Yep. it doesn't matter what it looks like, mm-hmm. and cannabis helps me with that too. Just get out of my head about the shape and just experience what it offers my experience, my body. Yeah, it's really powerful.
0: I feel like if a lot, pe- lot more people were like open to it, like yoga. The point of doing yoga, which I guess is it's subjective to the person doing yoga, so right. I shouldn't, I shouldn't pigeonhole it in that way. <laughs> But um, sometimes, um, you know, you, and you see it firsthand, I have to imagine, in every class where you see someone heading into a pose that you can kind of mm. tell they're just
1: doing from an ego standpoint. Totally, totally. It's, um, and it is, it's a really heady thing. We, You know, we get so used to competition and being right and being good at stuff. That we forget a lot of the time it's about, really all of the time, it's about how we get there. You know, and so it's crucial to spend the time arriving and slowing down in order to get there. And a lot of times that's hard to do. Yeah, we're not patient.
0: We're not a patient
1: creature. We are not. (laughs) Patience is not. Our
0: strong point is humans <laughs> we, we want results, we want them now, we see the change, but we wanna make it, we, we wanna, wanna see that work out. Um, but one thing that like I really, really appreciate about having you in my life is you tell us in every class and I mean all the time, like you have to follow Ellie on Instagram. <laughs> like Positions that she gets into are amazing, but, like, above that, like, she just really encourages you to savor the journey, and I think that that's, like, so impactful and just so true and something that, like, one of those, like, duh moments, you know? It's like, so obviously. simple.
1: It's funny. One of my favorite quotes is, it's simple, but it's not easy. hmm um. <laughs> Yep. It's funny.
0: We equate quick with easy and simple, but in a lot of the cases, it's, and that, and that's, that's like the biggest reason that I like, like consuming cannabis, it just makes me chill the fuck out. Right. It makes me stop worrying about like those dishes in the sink. It makes me stop worrying about like the dog hair on my floor. Like Mm -hmm. it makes me like just grateful for being in that moment and right. Sometimes I wonder, like, what are we rushing towards? Like, the grave. You know, it's so cool. (laughs) I can't wait to finish this life. Like, no. Like, it's about living it.
1: One of the um, things I've been practicing lately is not making this moment a means to an end. Yes. And being present for all of it. And even in the um, contrast, the discomfort that arises that's necessary, Um. You know, like the dirty dishes lingering in the sink or the shit on the floor, it makes that enjoyable, right? Because it just is what it is. It shows you live there. It shows that you are living Yes, presently you have a lovely home <laughs> with a lovely family that makes a mess, right? That and you have had you have just eaten food, right? You know, right? right.
0: <laughs> but it's like flipping that narrative.
1: Yes, that's so
0: powerful yeah.
1: for you to think about. Totally. And it's all about the perspective. You Mm -hmm. know, if you want to think, oh, there's dirty dishes in the sink. The place is a mess. You know, you can think like that, and you're going to be – your mind will reflect that, and your life will reflect that in other ways. But if you're grateful about about it, even if it's something that – Bugs the the shit out of you. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Then everything else falls into place like that, too. And then the person that cuts you off on the street – It shifts from fuck that guy to I hope he safely
0: gets to where you're going. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm glad I was able to aid his rush. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
1: Yep. (laughs) It's so funny. That's a cool way to think about it. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Do you have any tips for people who are looking to try to incorporate... Um maybe consuming weed and starting a yoga practice or incorporating that into their existing practice.
1: Yeah, I would say just go for it. Yeah. You know, the worst that can happen is you just take a super long shavasana.
0: Right. Oh my god, exactly. <laughs> Which
1: you probably needed
0: anyway. Right, right. Yeah. You probably did.
1: Um <laughs> I'd recommend just starting slow you know like one hit at a time see how it goes do some make some shapes and then do a little more if you feel like it it's all very intuitive um, I would recommend just getting high as balls right before um, because it's hard to, to feel into the energy of the, the specific practice that way so if you Kind of micro dose mm-hmm. as you go, it's I found it's a lot more pleasurable,
0: yeah, because you don't necessarily arrive in like a <gasps> place yeah.
1: mm-hmm. which could stop the practice from happening altogether, right? Yeah, and so I, little baby steps
0: and going into it with the expectations of you can just do a long shavasana,
1: right? You know, but <laughs> your practice doesn't have to be a power flow for 60 right. minutes, right? It can right. be a, a yin, like You know, you can lay on the floor and pigeon pose for an hour.
0: Frog pose, that's been my my (laughs) one. I told told Ellie the other day, my goal is for the end of 2019 um, to be able to do my splits, my middle splits. So working towards that and, yeah, sitting and reflecting in frog pose is something that has been a very real part of my life. But even, you know, just like having a little bit of weed in your system and, you know, just like Feeling your sit bones on the ground. Mm -hmm. You know, like, even Mm -hmm. that is such an impactful feeling. It's
1: amazing.
0: But you have to, like, take a minute. Like, I've I've been sitting wrong my whole life. I know, me too.
1: And standing wrong. Yeah. And
0: walking wrong. Yep. (laughs) But no one, but that's, like, the weirdest thing. Is like, no one's there to tell you to do it differently. Like, your doctor is not going to tell you. Mm -hmm. I mean, I... I, my acupuncturist helps with it a bit, so shout out to Nan, you're great. Um, but I, I can't believe that even growing up, sp- well, like playing sports, my mm-hmm. coaches never said like, "Hey, when you run, like it looks fucked up, and right. you are gonna have issues down the line."
1: Right, and maybe they didn't not their see it, <laughs> and it, right? But it's not it's not
0: their problem. Yeah, so. or they didn't
1: see it. Yeah, it's 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 hard, and a lot of that stuff intuitively shows up in our body when we're present in our practice. Right. Um, and cannabis can help with that too. Yeah. You know, helping us just bring in so much presence that you drop in. The physical, the outside physical world kind of drops away and mm-hmm. you're able to just like lean into the subtleties of not just physical stuff, but emotional stuff too. Yep. And if you have that relaxed mindset, then you can lean into it and start to release it. That's kind and of beautiful. Feel it. Right. Right? Because yeah. it's all a process. It's a right. marathon.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we're not even halfway through it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I hope not. <laughs> I know. Yes. Yes. Willing, whoever
0: whoever you associate with, but willing that you know it'll be a nice nice long existence. I think mm-hmm. that's that's the thing to focus on. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Anything else cannabis related you want to talk about? It doesn't have to be yoga specific. Mm-hmm. Or you can not feel like talking about anything else. Either way, it works. You Let's can plug see. your social media stuff
1: um, if you're interested. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Ellie griffin Yoga. It's um, we have a good time. <laughs> you do, yeah.
0: You give you give really really great tips for how to integrate positions. Or I love your. Um, when you do like the animal poses and, you know, you encourage the people who follow Mm -hmm. you to play with it and get silly with it and like just don't take it so seriously. I feel like
1: play is big for me in my practice too.
0: Well, right. And like everything is so, everything is so, you know, um, I don't know, just it's ready. It's, it's presented, it's packed, it's polished and, like, I love that you'll show, like, the beautiful polished pic, and then you'll show you show one of you laughing. You know what I mean? So <laughs> You're like, right. this isn't the only version right. of us. It's okay to have different dimensions of, um, totally.
1: like, having your shit together. You know, right. know what I mean? Right, right. And really, cool. who has their shit together? Nobody. Fucking nobody. Nobody. They're all, like, pretending like they do. We're all fakers. We see through you. We see through you, but <laughs> we stand with you. We so. feel you, too. <laughs> Yeah. Cut yourself some slacks, everybody. Some weed, smoke and some <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Oh goodness.
0: All right. So again, follow Ellie. That's at E-L-L-I-E-G-R-I-F-F-I-N-Y-O-G-A. Uh, you won't regret it. She's fantastic.
2: Pop Mom's rule. Ah. Isn't
0: Ellie's voice just so incredibly calming? Amazing just talk to me all day, every day. No big deal. It won't take too much time. Just all your time. So Simone and Ellie, thank you both for sharing your input and advice on how to incorporate cannabis into your own yoga practice. And remember, namaste away from judging people for how they unwind. If you're curious, just ask them about it. It might lead to additional education and experience exposure and a better understanding as there isn't really a prescribed way to do things Um, if you're looking to incorporate cannabis into your yoga practice please start small you can always try more next time even if you don't feel the funk levels that you'd like to all right little pop mama yogis get out there keep blazing and stay amazing We'll be back with another episode soon for you. And um, just thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, hit subscribe. Um, You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at at potmomspodcast. If you have any questions or want to talk opportunities for sponsorship, reach out to potmomspodcast at gmail.com. As mentioned before, we're on doobie at potmomspodcast. We are on Patreon at the Pop Moms Podcast. Um, Thank you so much for listening, and have a great rest of your day. Bye.